Last in Line Nation, welcome to another episode of encouragement, another episode that will equip you and empower you to be the best version of yourself. As you know, Last in Line Leadership is all about equipping, encouraging, and empowering people to identify and utilize their gifts for leadership and to provide practical tools for growth and purpose in your life. So settle into this episode, enjoy, and be ready to walk away different than you came in. Hey, Last in Line Nation, I'm excited, man. Welcome again to another episode of this month's theme for our interview outline called Continuity of Care. And I always like to explain why these names are what they are. And of course, the care is the C-A-R-E or the bullets of what we're going to cover Uh, But I got to go into our guest real fast. I mean, you guys are going to be in for a treat today because we've got a guy um, who has pretty much been through and done almost everything when it comes to triumphs, trials, overcoming, victories, setbacks. I mean, we've got the full gamut today and we've got a great story. So I'm going to introduce him. So his name's Adam Jablin. Um, He lives down in Florida with his wife and son. And uh, Adam has helped over thousands of people um, experience joy for living, as he puts it, while under pressure and difficulty of just everyday life. And he's there as a resource for thousands of people. Um, And he's got a unique uh, energy. Uh, I would say positive isn't a big enough word. I think this guy is contagious. He's compassionate and humble for somebody that's done as much as he's done. But, um, you know, he gives the gift to relating to others that I can already pick up on just in the conversations he and I have had. Um, He's influenced people from all walks of life, um, leaders uh, from high health and psychology to entertainment and sports, uh, down to just everyday people like you and me um, who fight fears, who fight addictions, you know, specifically alcoholism or drug abuse, and and he's got a great story here. But uh, I will tell you, you know, he he has written a book, uh, and and we're gonna get into that as well. Uh, but he's got a really cool project that he's created, and I want him to talk more about it because I would never do it justice. But you know, he's helped run multi million dollar business and and sell it eventually. Um, And I'm telling you, this guy is an enthusiastic advocate, as he puts it, of recovery. And um, he's been clean and sober since 2006. And that's not nothing. Uh, I've got guys out there right now that are listening to this that are probably in that same struggle. Uh, So we're going to hear some encouragement from this guy. The Hero Project is his baby. And it's a high level of coaching where he, you know, you can become the hero of your own life. And Adam walks this out. He, he locks arms with you and encourages and quips and empowers you. Um, so, you know, he's also sits on the institutional review board at Hanley center, which is one of the most successful and highly regarded addiction and recovery treatment programs in the United States. And I tell you what, um, uh, I'm just going to let him come on and, and maybe cover some things I didn't come cover, but I can't be humble enough to say, Adam, Thank you and welcome to the show. John, thank you so much. What a beautiful intro. If I didn't know myself, I'd be impressed. 
Yeah. <laughs> you should be anyway. You should be anyway. Hey, I'm a work in progress. You know what I mean? I'm That's a work right. in progress. One day at a time. But thank you. That was lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm glad you made thank you for making some time. I know we all have busy schedules and and you've got people you're coaching and not to mention family that expects your attention. And so we appreciate it. Um, but I just want to make sure I, I articulate to the audience too, and I don't do this enough, but I sort of take it for granted. But you know, the we have a purpose on this show. Like last in line leadership isn't just a dream that came through my intelligence and my strength. Like God gave me the scripture in Mark 9, 35 that says, if anyone desires to be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And so we're talking about servant leadership today and just how to overcome. And, and our purpose here is, you know, to just equip, empower, and, and uh, encourage people to identify and utilize their gifts so that they can walk this out. And, and this show is really designed to, to give practical tools for people through the perspective and story and lens of our guests that we have. So Adam, <clears throat> if you're ready, man, we're going to start peeling back the layers of this deal. You ready to dive in? I'm ready to dive in, brother. All right. Okay, man. So continuity of care is what the outline's called, and we're going to go through C-A-R-E. We've got four bullets here. The first one. So we're going to go right into it, man. We're going to dive right into courage. Courage is a big word. Um, people, I think, struggle with it. So what I'm going to ask Adam to do is tell us kind of how he defines courage and then give us an example of a time in your life where, you know what, you, you kind of, like you said earlier, you impressed yourself and you, you, you came through something courageously where you ordinarily would have kind of folded your tent and tucked your tail, but you, you faced it, the adversity and you stared it in the eyes. So talk about that, man. Give us something about courage we can walk away with. Sure. Um, courage to me, when, when you were, bringing it up came into my mind in two different ways. The first time I really understood the word and started implementing it was in the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. And, and when you're getting clean and sober, and maybe in most things in life that are very, very difficult, you, we live in this duality where God will certainly do for you what you can't do for yourself but there's a flip side to that coin which is god won't do for you what you can do for yourself and i think somewhere in the middle of that is where we live life mm. you know that, mm. that balance and then also my father is a cowboy i don't use it as an adjective you know if you could see he's a cowboy my father is a cowboy um and you know he raised me through the, his perspective and his lens and, and cowboys have courage. I mean, he has John Wayne quotes all over the place about, you know, courage is, is saddling up again, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to the cowboy mentality. And there's a lot of truth to the serenity prayer in which, you know, the courage is having the grit to change. Mm. Wow. That that's really what it is, you know? And and change, there's no pain in change. Mm. There really isn't. Mm. It's our resistance to it. Yep. Wow. You know, it's our resistance to it. But there's really no pain in change. You know, even something as simple as taking a different route on the way home, it's just gonna feel awkward. 
it's gonna mm-hmm. feel weird. Like, why am I doing it? But there's yeah. no, there's no pain in it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's um, good. So I really believe it's resistance. You know, um, that we're all kind of coming up against, and encourages that that fortitude to to, to combat it. Yeah. So give us a time. Like I, you've got a story. Um, take little aspects of your journey and, and maybe fold them into this outline as we go. And let me know, you know, talk about a time in your life where you felt like you demonstrated that courage. I had too many, unfortunately. You know, I had the courage to surrender and go to rehab. I had to surrender. I, I had the courage to, to really participate I had the courage to jump into this new life and I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know if I had to be baptized. I didn't know if I had to be bar mitzvah again. I didn't know if I had to be poor. I didn't know if I had to, you know, chant. I didn't know what the hell it looked like. All I knew was was this guy was clean and sober and I jumped in with both feet. Mm. Um, I've had the courage to have really, really hard conversations with people I love. And that's the hardest for me, the way I'm wired, that's the hardest thing. I would rather go run a hundred miles mm-hmm. to tell somebody that I adore. This isn't, this isn't okay. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. you know, and um, I've been through some challenges that have really, you know, looking back, I always want to make everybody proud of me, you know? But now looking back, I'm proud of me. And that's a really wonderful feeling. And it's okay too, right? Like people think it's not okay sometimes. We talk ourselves out of it, but it's okay to be proud of yourself. It is okay to be proud of yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. not in, in some kind of cocky, arrogant way, right. you know what I right. mean? But more in a, uh, I'm happy I faced the fire. I'm happy right. I did and, and honestly, uh, I, I don't know if, if you feel the same way, John, but um, I something has happened in my life that all I want to do is face the fires. That's like, Mm. and, and, and each time I get anxious and each time I get nervous and each time it tests my faith and it, but I have to do it. I have to do it. I can't cower. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yep. Every single thing. Yep. And it's not easy, but it really has built a life that's worth living. That's so good, man. And I think part of our issue and part of mine, I'll speak for me, but part of a lot of people's issue, I believe, is the hypotheticals we create in our head that magnify the fear so much that that's what debilitates us and paralyzes it. Like, I think if we would just kind of drop down, like deflate some of the fearful activities we create in our heads man, we could walk in more courage than we think. Like, I think we just overinflate circumstances to a point of thinking that they're insurmountable or, you know, overwhelming. I know that's what I've done before. And when you talked about, you just look forward to that next fire you're going to face. It's because, you know, you've come out on the other side in the, in the past. So why not now? Why won't I come out now? So I think that's great advice, even though I don't know if you meant for that to be advice, but I think for the audience, I think it's great to take that away and say, bring on the next thing, you know? Oh, just so you know, everything yeah. that I say is not advice. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> I, it, 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 you know, you could take it, you could take take me for my word. Maybe you could take it as a suggestion, but um, right. 
you know, one of the things that I really love to do with my clients and with anybody in the world is, is make sure that they understand that there's, there's no hierarchy here. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, what I've noticed is it's a road, right? Of course. Road. And for a lot of people, I'm further down the road. Of course. So I can Perfect. look back and I can go, stop, make a left. Perfect. Okay, make a right. Come, come, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm not higher. So, um, you know, they, they could take that for what it's worth. But yeah. I'd, I'd rather be a, a general in the field, in the military, showing you where, where the, the landmines are and going, yeah. don't go here, don't go there, rather than somebody that feels more elevated. Yep. You know, that's perfect. That's perfect. And the reason I brought up the word advice is because I was about to ask you, do you have any advice for anybody? And you just kind of gave it without me even asking it. But so that's good, man. I mean, I, I we could probably talk for days about fear and courage and areas where you and I have failed. And, and now we figured it out, sort of, you know, we've come down the road a little bit further than we were. Um, but for the audience, let's move on to attitude, because I think they go hand in hand a little bit. Um, but I want to ask you kind of why, why do you, f so tell us how important you feel like attitude is in the whole journey of your day. And then why is it a main component in directing our thoughts and actions in your opinion? Attitude is huge. Um, I need to every morning bring myself to a certain baseline just to be Adam Javel just to be the man that I want to be. So yeah. I need to pray. I need to meditate. I need to journal. Um, and I need to exercise. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's just to see the guy that you're talking to. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Right. This is not, there's no growth. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no uh, scaling, elevating this, that helping service. Uh, best dad, best this, best that. No. This is just so you can you can be with me. Baseline. Right. Baseline. <laughs> Baseline. <laughs> I need to wake up and pray. I need to wake up and meditate, right? I need to journal and I need to exercise. Other than that, you don't want to see me. You know, you don't want to see me because I'm human. I can I'm relate. Human and I'm flawed. And yep. I can be impulsive. Yeah. I can be defensive and I could be, you know, argumentative because yeah. I'm not in that right space. I'm not, I'm not really here with you. I'm in some past trauma. I'm in some past story. I'm in some future argument. I mean, I'm not really here. Yeah. You know, so it takes, I mean, this is a daily, daily thing that I have to do, John, daily. Hey man, do you have cameras in my house or something? Are you reading my mail? Like, that's my life. What you just described is my life. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people I talk to that those are the main foundation, foundational pillars in their day. It's alone, spiritual time, prayer, journaling, physical exercise. Like those are the things that give them that. Basically, it's like we said, that's the baseline in right? order to walk out the day. It is it's the baseline. It's the baseline. And I think the more you give, the deeper you have to go. At least that's what I'm finding. I have a dear friend named Michael Diamond. You guys can look him up. 
one of the most profound coaches out there, number one interventionist in the world, mm. you know, coaches some of the biggest celebrities you've ever met. Um, he needs to wake up. I, I, I'm going to use the word need. He needs to wake up at four o'clock. He does like 90 minutes of cardio. He trains with weights. He does 20 minutes of breathing. He does 20 minutes of, uh, 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 30 minutes of, of uh, meditation. He does an hour of stretching. So he's has like a three and a half hour, four, five, six, set, right? Three and a half hour process for him to get to his baseline because of all of the energy that he gives out. You, you know what I'm fill, saying? You got to fill your tank in order to be there yes. for other people. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, and, and, and that just shows me, you know, it, it, what's so wonderful about this is anytime I think I've gotten here, I get God puts somebody in front of me that's gotten there. Wow. Right. And it's just so there's always something more to grow to, to aspire to. I can't be Michael Diamond, you mm -hmm. know, but I'm but exhausted I, just hearing you talk about it. Yeah, but he does. <laughs> but he's amazing, you know, and, and I have other, you know, uh, for, you know, Dr. Rob Kelly, you know, this is a guy that's literally saved some of the biggest names in entertainment. I'm not allowed to say. Wow. Sure, sure. But, you know, let's say the biggest superhero, the biggest rapper. I mean, you know, with, yeah. with HIPAA laws, I can't say it. Yeah, yeah. To put that together. And um, what he does every day, the subconscious work. I mean, he'll tell you straight up. And this is a guy, clean, sober, believes in God, but also knows the mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And he'll let you know, you could actually, like, look at John and Adam, right? You can actually have your mind, body, and spirit aligned. Yep. Or you don't know what's going on behind the subcortex and the subconscious. The yep. subconscious is not the mind, it's not the body, and it's not the spirit. Hmm. So you can have the holy trinity there aligned, right? But in yeah. your head, in the back of your head, if you're saying, I'm a piece of garbage, I'm a piece of garbage, I'm a fraud, I'm a yeah. fraud, I don't belong here, I hate her, I hate this. Wow. Well, right. But meanwhile, you're having this presentation because you prayed, you've meditated, you've journaled, you've exercised. You know yeah. what I mean? you're, well, you went to church, you went to synagogue, whatever. Right. Yeah. But back here. In the, so there's just so many levels to this, mm -hmm. you know, this thing yeah. that you and I have faith. Yeah. Well, it's good, though, that you mentioned because there are several components and some of it we can check the box on, but some of it the real us is still there if we don't dive into what's really the root cause of certain things. And, and that does kind of fit with, a you know, with attitude, it fits completely because our attitude depends on how we begin the day. And you're talking about people with varying degrees of need. And, and those people you just mentioned are at least self-aware enough and courageous enough to acknowledge, okay, this is what I am. This is what I need. If I don't do this, I'm no good to anybody for the next 23 hours or 22 hours. So it's awesome because their attitude is I'm going to do this because somebody needs me. Right. So somebody's listening right now. That's going, wow, that's unattainable, but I can start here because this is what I know I am. And this is what I know I need. Start with one step. Like marathon runners don't start out marathon runners. You know, they, they start out with walking around the block probably. And so I encourage people start with where you are, 
understand what you need, your attitude is a component that's going to direct you throughout the entire day. And it's, you got to check in with yourself throughout the day. It's not a one shot silver bullet. You understand? Like it's not a one time. Yeah, I mean, look, Jesus said it really simple. You know, um, I, if you believe in Jesus, if you don't, you believe he's the Messiah, if you don't, it's up to you. But no matter what, this guy was revered. You know what I mean? This yeah, guy oh, yeah. is an important figure in many people's lives, no matter what you think of him. You oh, know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he said, you know, the, the, they asked him what the three holiest commandments were. I'm going to butcher Jesus's words. He's fine with it. And he, he said, basically, love your God with all your heart, love and soul. Um, love your neighbor as yourself and Absolutely. love yourself, right? Well, you know, if you do those three things, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. He didn't say love yourself. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. Correct. In that one line, there's two things. Yeah. So. In, in doing all that, that's really what we just broke down. Like, right. you gotta, I gotta wake up, I gotta pray, I gotta meditate, I gotta journal, right? I gotta love God. I got, you know, I mean, I'm getting my juice. Now I, I have something to give away, right? Yeah. Now I have something to give. And in doing that, in return, I get the love, you know? Yeah. But I Perfect. am not as. I don't walk on water. Yeah. Oh, so it yeah. takes me about 30 minutes to explain what this guy could say in three sentences. You I'm know telling I mean? you, brother. <laughs> hey, you're spot on though. I love what you're, where you're going with that. And I mean, it, it, you can't argue with what you just said and, and you can't love yourself. If you don't know, like you can't love others if you don't love yourself, like you're saying, but you can't love yourself if you don't get in line with some of this stuff and, and figure out, you know, this is what I need to fuel. This is the fuel I need. Identify the fuel, get it in you. Then you can go out and be the fuel for other people. So yeah. I think that's perfect what you just said. Well, then let's move on. Like this whole out, like we're talking about continuity of care. And what I didn't frame was the word continuity when we started. That just means consistency, continuous regimens of discipline, the C-A-R-E, courage, attitude, resilience, and empowerment. Those are the four things we're going to talk about. And so continuity just means staying consistent, seamless, get this thing figured out where it's repetitive. We're, we're doing the right reps every day. And these four things, I think, are pivotal in how we do that. So the next one's resilience. Um, man, I know we're on the clock today, but I, I bet you could talk for a little bit about resilience. I bet you have sort of a perspective on resilience. Can you give us just a brief snapshot of your journey? And I know we talked about, you know, clean and sober addiction, that kind of, can you give us a little bit of that journey, a little picture? Um, Cause I know it's probably a lot longer story than we have, but can you give yeah, the audience I mean, something? Sure. I think, uh, I think resilience is a wonderful word. I love how you, you, you use care. Uh, I think it's it's good. It makes people understand. You know, it, it breaks it down. It makes things easy to, to process and digest and for people to, to remember. You know, resilience is, it's a tricky word because I could, I could explain it in so many different ways, but, but really it's, look, it's just hanging in there when you really want to quit, you know? And um, there have been many times in my life 
where I just wanted the easy way. I just wanted it. I just come on. Like I just want it to be easy. Yeah. You know, like and, but I I did it. I faced it. I just I faced it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, for somebody like me, and I can't. I I wish I could give this to everybody. Mm-hmm. I can't. I get addicted to the process because I'm an, I'm an addictive personality. So once I face the fire, I can't stop, but you know what I mean? I can't stop, you know, it's a, and, and the resilience is to not go back to just stay in for a little bit longer. And, and John, honestly, I, I gotta be honest with you. For me, it's really, it's the sensitive, emotional, deep conversations with people that I love that I don't want to have that for me, the way I'm wired, that's the work. Some people that's easy. Mm-hmm. I could talk about that stuff all day. I just can't eat right or, or go to the gym that you know, everybody's wired differently. Yeah. You know, me to eat right and train and to the, that's like easy. Yeah. That's a part of my DNA almost, you know, but 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 to sit down and and to possibly hurt, disappoint, break relationships, say mm-hmm. this isn't serving me anymore. Wow. You know, the, for me, these are very very difficult things to do, and I've done it over and over and over, and that has made me resilient. Yeah. Well, that's. You know, you know, but it doesn't mean I don't get nervous. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't get butterflies in my sure. stomach. Sure. But, but well, I think I, what I hear you say is that resilience is doing things that are uncomfortable when you don't want to do them. Like when your flesh says, I can't, or I won't, or I don't want to, you know, I mean, you've been resilient. What goes without saying to overcome addictions uh, of substances and abuse, uh, the resilience has got to be there. And that's probably a daily walk too. I don't know what it's like to be in that skin, but I, I would say that's a daily uh, journey to, to fight that for I some would say people. The resilience, um, and you'll get this, um, even though you're not an alcoholic and an addict, the resilience is to do the work that you and I did because I got blessed and many, many of us do. God removes the obsession. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So God takes it away. Imagine yeah. that. So whatever yeah. you have a pain and got, but now what? Yeah. Right. Yep. Now, okay. So now I'm left with me. Right. Right. I don't want to drink. I don't want a drug, but now I'm left with this freaking thing that doesn't shut up. all the lies man. the wife all the lies yeah money finances right so yep. now what now i can't have a cocktail to shut that up yeah i can't how yeah. do i you know what i mean and this is when the resilience comes it's that's it's, right you know what i mean because that's i right. need to learn to live over life sound calm clear yeah yep yep no, but, but God removes it. That's a, I can't ever tell anyone I quit alcohol and drugs. That would be so grandiose. Sure. Sure. But you had to yield to something bigger than yourself in order to be able to overcome that. You know, I, I, I personally don't shy away from the word God or source, sure. or, you know, I, I yep. you know, 
if people get turned off, then they get they got the wrong. No, guy. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're watching the wrong show. They got the wrong guy. They got the <laughs> wrong guy. But yeah, you know, and and look, I needed, uh, I, I needed alcoholism and addiction to find God in my life. I, mm. I didn't really have him before. You know, he was there, but yeah, I was doing my own thing. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, you, that's an awesome example. And we talk, you know, we got the, 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 the way we're going here with resilience. I mean, I, I feel like, so somebody listening right now is walking through something. Mm-hmm. Okay. They feel like they don't necessarily have that chip within themselves to overcome. Give them a couple of sentences or, or something, you know, something that you feel like you can encourage them to, that says you do have it. And here's how you get through this. Give them something simple without knowing like what they're going through. Of course, that's a big deal too. I hope this doesn't sound like a plug. It's not. Um, sometimes this is why people hire me. This is why people sure. hire a coach sure, or, sure. or find a mentor or look, the, the, the some of us, Someone like myself, excuse me, I should say, always own everything, right? Come up, grow up with this, somewhere find this story in themselves where they think they need to find all the answers on themselves mm-hmm. and they need to do it all on their own. And, and it's the yeah. craziest, stupidest thing I've ever, I don't know where I came up with that idea. You know, uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant had Phil Jackson. The Pope has a clergy. The, the president has a council. Um, every single person that I've ever admired and respected has an outside reference to their life, an yep. outside yep. information perspective. But I didn't know. I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, tunnel, you know what I mean? Pride. Yep. Me Pride. too. Pride. Yep. So yep. What's the one thing I would say? Find somebody you can share with and that you can emulate and that you can, that, that can give you the encouragement and the enthusiasm that you can do it. Yeah. That's good. So many of us can't find it within or we do it. Yep. And that's why I like talking to people and making them and, and, and building them up because mm-hmm. I, I like crediting who they feel your pride. Ask somebody for help. Ask somebody how you did that. If you have some debt and you see somebody that's in your life that doesn't have debt, right? Have yeah. the courage to say, "Sure, can I talk to you privately? Yep, yep. Got to take a step. Yep, got to take that step. Can I talk to you privately? You know, here, yep. here's the truth. Yep. You know, COVID, we've been overspending the credit cards here, blah, blah, blah. But do you, I don't know where to even start. Yep. You know? Yep. Even with my mentors, right? And the people that have raised me, Neanda, the people that have taught me, I always come into it. And this is me now. Like I'm in kindergarten. Mm. I'm like, you need to break this down for me. Like I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That kind of humility. Good break, word. I need to be able to, to, to break it down, digest it, process it. And then hopefully, John, give it to another person. Yeah. So that means I can't come in with any preconceived notions of you think I know what's about to go. Like I come in as a blank slate and I need you to speak to me like that. Right. Right. I need you to speak to me like 
print out the credit card receipt or, yeah. you know, bring the food to the table. Like yeah. little, little things. Yeah. Don't assume I know anything. Don't assume yeah. I know a thing. Yeah. Because I'll well, screw it up. Exactly. And I like the word you use, humility. That's a big factor in all that. So, I mean, let's let's go through the next, the very last one and, and how I think is worthy of closing out this outline. I mean, we got C-A-R-E and now we're at a, the E, which is empowerment. And I think that's huge. And this is probably right in your wheelhouse uh, because as a coach, and, and I want you to whet the listeners' appetites a little bit about some of the things you offer because that might, you know, without giving it away and, and, you know, because I know there's a, this is your, this is your livelihood. So I want you to maybe whet their appetite a little. Uh, I can Uh, give it all away, man. And I'll tell you what. Just talk to them about empowerment, how you do that with people. Let me, let me tell you why I am not afraid to explain anything I do at all. Right. Because I could also tell you how to be an Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm. Go do it. Sure. Go pass the test, get the physical, da 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 da. Sign up, get involved, ship yeah. away, <clears throat> right? Go, go through hell week. Don't ring the bell. Blah blah blah. Right. blah. Yeah. I'll I'll be able to tell you the whole hero project. I could care less. Come do it. You want to change? I'll give you my workout. I'll give you my nutrition. Go do it. Mm. You know. Right, right, right. There's a difference. You know what I mean? yeah, like, there's a difference. Yeah. 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 I could tell them, I could tell anybody anything all day, right? The empowerment is having that fortitude within to actually do it. Right. To actually do it. So what, okay. So give me one thing. What's the thing that you give people the, um, what's the best in coaching you give that you see the most people actually have no problem walking that out? Like, what's the thing that's most tangible to people that you see applied the best? What's the most common thing? Yeah. The most common thing is, and it's the way we start is somebody finally sitting down with me and and saying their story. Everybody has a birthday, a mom or dad, maybe, you know what I mean? Um, Brothers, sisters, insecurities, fears, past traumas, First girlfriend, first boyfriend, first kiss, first drink, first drug, first time at church, first high school memory, first sport, first yeah. college experience, first car accident. Somebody gets to finally purge and vent and get their whole story out. Mm. This is who I am with no judgment. Now we can build. There you go. Wow. Now we can go. Tell us where you got. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about how the, the name, the hero project then talk about, sure. talk about that. Cause I, I see it on your hat and I want to know about the story behind it. I know there's always. Yeah, well, it's cornier than you think. Um, I'm a big, big Superman freak. Um, but literally the day I was born, my mom had me in, in the, in the, in the S and my uncle is a big Superman guy. So Superman was a theme throughout my life, right? Now I had it backwards and I thought I had to always play my skills down very, very low and be mild mannered Clark Kent 
and the, but build these muscles up, right? And, and basically what I built was, I took Superman's story, I screwed it up and I made a very passive aggressive guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't about the muscles and it wasn't about the powers. Superman saves lives. Mm. You know? And that's a big part of my recovery is to help people live and, and mm. just help save their life. So um, in treatment where I went, um, we would all hold hands after, say a prayer, and they built it in that circle. We would always talk about the circle, how we're stronger together. So the circle is the unity, right? Uh -huh. the, the symbol here is the shield, is the Superman yep. shield. Yep. Um, and, and truly, it just was, um, I didn't want it to be the superhero project. I didn't want it to be the Superman project. I didn't want it to be a program. Um, I'm personally a big advocate and believer in 12-step fellowships. I think P90X is a good program, right? You do chest and back on Monday. You do shoulders and arms on Wednesday, <laughs> legs and back. So, right, uh, that, you, know, you go to a CrossFit, you, here's the program, right? But a program means that we're all on the same program, Sure. right? But a project is not. A project's like if you want to build your own house and you find the architect and you design the rooms and you figure out where you want the fridge and you figure out what it's a project it's it's growing it's it's individual yeah right? <clears throat> yeah you know i don't have a cookie cutter system because i'm not a cookie cutter guy you know yeah. how can i have a cookie cutter system if the very first thing we're ever going to talk about is your story. Yep. Yeah. I mean, everything's customizable in life. I mean, why wouldn't your get better program or project about yourself be customizable? Cause you're different. I mean, everybody, I consider everybody, you know, a snowflake. There's no one alike it, you know, like it. So you gotta, you gotta customize somebody's program or project or improvement plan. You gotta, you gotta customize it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Look, you, you said it perfectly. You, you could say a customized program and that could be a project, but I just, I wanted it to be clear, right? Yep. And I wanted, to, I wanted them to understand whoever is attracted to it, mm. that's them, mm -hmm. that they're the hero of this. The, 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 the project is them. Yeah. Turning them into the hero, transforming them from Clark Kent to Superman, from Bruce Wayne to Batman, from Tony Stark to Iron Man, from Robert Downey Jr., cracked out, yep. alcoholic addict, what happened to his career, to the number one movie star in the Mega. world. Yeah, right? That <clears throat> transformation is possible for everybody. Everybody. Wow. You know? That's so people, good. people, the younger generation know Robert Downey Jr. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't remember when he fell asleep in the bedroom with a little girl, you know, because he was, you know what I mean? And and him not being able to surrender and, and going to prison and mocking the system and thinking everybody was full of it and everyone looking at him like he's the greatest actor. What is he doing? And going on a show, Ali McBeal, and then ruining that and him coming out and being like, I've destroyed my, I've destroyed my life. What do I do now? Right. And then slowly, little by slowly, taking little roles, winning people's trust back, taking roles he probably didn't even want. 
Yep. And, um, and doing the work and doing the work and staying clean and sober and helping other people. And then it all came together, you know, yep. it all came together. So if yep. you know him now, you missed a big part of the story. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, I mean, that answered exactly like you even answered some stuff in there that I wanted to ask that I didn't like you gave a complete empowerment picture and, and there's somebody listening to this show that got it. And now they see that they do have that hero in them and they do have that story to tell, but it's just a matter of telling it and then patching up the spots where the holes are and letting God, you know, letting God come in first and, and really is the true empowerment component. But uh, man, I've enjoyed this because, you know, I, I feel like there's, we get in our own way when it comes to empowerment. Like you would agree. I'm sure that we, we overcomplicate and then we disqualify ourselves unjustifiably. And then we're stuck in this quicksand of, well, I can't get out of this. I don't know how to empower myself, whatever the, the story is, but it's in there in everybody. You've just got to sort of unlock that within you. And, and somebody like Adam, <laughs> it, you know, everybody's got somebody probably in their life similar to Adam that uh, they need to re reach out to, that they need to incorporate and, and empower them to empower you. So I don't know, Adam, you got any other closing? And I want to know, obviously I want to know where they can find your resources before sure. we close this out. And I want to, maybe you have a parting like shot, parting nugget for these folks. Uh, well, okay. So you can look at me. My name is Adam Javelin, uh, A-D-A-M-J-A-B-L-I-N. You can find me on my website. Um, you can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Instagram under my name. Um, I have a free online course called the hero seven, where you get a, a video every day, mm -hmm. seven videos. Um, so just one video every day, basically spiritual in nature, building up how to the, the seven principles, um, that I kind of guide my life by, um, and many of my clients do. I also am going to have a hero 30 challenge coming up next month on Facebook that we're really excited about. Um, and you know, my, my, my departing nugget would be, you know, please, uh, one of the biggest things that, that I found in my life, uh, you don't have to be religious or spiritual in nature to even get this, although it could help is do not confuse love and approval. That's, that would be because I, I was, I had it confused for a long time. And I was trying to get people's approval all the time because I thought it was love, mm. you know, and it's not. I will wow. always love my kids, always. I will not approve of every decision they make. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Because, and if they make every decision right, that's scary. That's even scarier. Yeah. You know? So, you know, that would be my departing thing. Do not confuse love and approval. Don't go to church because you want to be approved by the people in the church, by the priest, by, by your wife, by your, you go for the love. Yeah. You know, That's don't so do, good. don't do this. Don't, don't seek this attention because you think it's love. 
That's good. That's you know, real good. Because, I mean, that's a misconception. I think people mislabel that and misidentify that. Uh, and you're right on. That's a great parting uh, shot. So, audience, uh, man, I, we've heard it all. And, and we've heard a lot of good, uh, empowering, equipping, encouraging stuff, which is right in line with the theme of this show. Uh, you know how to reach Adam Jablin. Uh, reach out to him. Uh, I think you might uh, be pleasantly surprised to know that this guy will hit you right back. Like he will contact you. You contact him. He's, he's just a guy. And that's, I think he would say that about himself too, but he's done extraordinary things and, and he can help you do them as well. So I think, you know, I hope you got some notes. I hope you got something today you can walk away with starting now that you can implement just one little thing. Start your day. We talked about courage attitude, resilience, and empowerment. Start your day out right. I think you heard him say, just to get the baseline, we have to do these things to start the day. And so acknowledge what your baseline is, put things in place that you can implement right now, and watch how God blesses it, and watch how God expands your capacity for growth. So until next time, be blessed.